Before we start, I just wanted to apologise for a glitch we had in the sound quality of this episode. We love talking about our favourite events, so decided the best thing would be to share this episode with you, bitches and all. Welcome to Lend Us Your Ears. My name's Tom and I'm here with librarians Becca and Anna. This month we're looking back on the events we hosted in 2022, starting in April with two events to mark the novels that shaped our New World campaign. So looking back to April, we had Aisha Malik and Kate Harrison. Kate Harrison also goes by the names of Kate Helm and Eva Carter. And that was one night in April where we had a brilliant interview with the both of them. And then we also had a wonderful evening in Crawley with authors Harriet Evans and Sophie Ward as well. Really nice to have female authors. They're all very different in what they write. Their genres are quite different. Great way to sort of kickstart the year. I particularly love it when we have like two or even more like authors on a panel mm. um, and you know one of us or one of our colleagues interviews them because I love to see how sometimes you know if we ask them how did you come to write this book or how did you get into writing sometimes their responses are really similar and other times like they're completely at other ends of the scale and especially that sort of like female empowerment I particularly felt that from those sort of first two, two events of the year. Did you have any favourite books of theirs that you read? I absolutely loved Harriet Evans. I read her book, The Beloved Girls, and just was hooked. So when I got to meet her and talk to her about her book and hear about the story behind it, and there's a lot of influence from folklore in the novel. Really interesting to hear about that and how she came up with the idea. And I totally agree, Becca, in the whole like female empowerment thing. I feel like both authors at the events really bounced off each other. And I think particularly in the Harry Evans and Sophie Ward one, I feel like they got on really well. And it was that was just like a really lovely thing to witness as part of the audience, especially you know they, I don't think that they'd met before, so it was quite nice to have them now linked up two really brilliant events it was so nice to see audiences and libraries again because they're the first events we've done as a team actually yeah, in person having done all the zoom events and certainly at worthing it's the first event we've had since we reopened in june 2021 so that was really fantastic and they're really well attended talk about them being varied as, as authors like aisha malik was quite varied just in terms of her own books because her latest book at the time was this green and pleasant land which is quite a cozy tea time read about someone trying to build a mosque in a, a small village but then her next book is about a society where people decide to about half the population decide to be silent the other half doesn't and it's great it's a big rift in society and it's called the movement is that one out yet i remember us all getting really excited i think it came I out in july it. Oh, yeah okay. it came out in july it sounded like the best episode of Black Mirror I've not yet seen. Obviously when we like to ask authors what they've been reading and recommending, I think, you know, my book of the year, Lessons in Chemistry, I talk about it all the time, I think that recommendation came from the Harriet Evans, Sophie Ward event. Yes, I'm pretty sure, yeah, that it was Harriet Evans maybe who, who suggested that and piqued our interest, didn't it, Sarah? Absolutely. And Becca, yeah, I have to say, you are the biggest super fan that I've ever heard about Lessons of Chemistry. I've just started reading it. Oh, good. I felt like we're going to just go on a, a sort of a red herring now. But yeah, just started reading it and we've just met the dog 6.30. Oh, so I am character. a huge yeah. dog lover, so I'm very excited about that. And you went to see Bonnie Garmus, didn't you, Becca? I 
did. We've gone for a complete tangent now. I but know. as we're talking about events, it's all books, we can, isn't we can it? Talk about non-library ones too. So yeah, I went to see Bonnie Garmus in conversation at Barnes Book Festival. I think it was back in September, and yeah, she was everything I hoped she would be and more. And she was talking about so in the book, she teaches her dog six thirty words and sort of tries to get him to understand things and phrases and she was recounting how yeah she did that with the previous dog of hers she was brilliant such a strong woman such an inspiration and really excited although also slightly nervous to watch the tv adaptation next year it's gonna be on apple tv with brie larson and i have this like vision in my head of all the characters and the dog and yeah i don't want to spoil it back to our event i'm 31st in the queue for that book so i'll read it eventually hey i can lend you a copy (laughs) it's it's a popular one i remember harriet evans talking about that and being like so yeah I, i equally love hearing authors recommending books or getting book recommendations from them. Have you two got any books that you remember reading from those events that stood out? The Schoolhouse by Sophie Ward. I enjoyed reading that one itself. Yeah, that was her new one that she was promoting. That was one she was promoting, yes. And I have actually since gone back and ordered her previous book, Love and Other Thought Experiments, which I think was long-listed for the booker. I think it was, yeah, it was. So that's another one in my to-read pile. For me, the Aisha Malik, Kate Harrison event was pretty special because I read one of Kate Harrison's books years ago, which was called uh, The Secret Shopper's Revenge, kind of the same time as I was really into, like, the Shopaholic books by Sophie Kinsella, and so I thought, picked this up and thought it would be similar. And um, so I took a look at my copy of that, and she signed it and said, you know, what a throwback that was because obviously now she's branched out into non-fiction and then also um, she does some domestic thrillers um, but that was my sort of memory of her so it was never thought when I first read it all those years ago that I would meet her at an event at Worthing Library and then in May Anna you were lucky enough to host Eve Ainsworth's book launch I was that was amazing. I had the privilege and opportunity to interview Eve Ainsworth at Crawley Library back in May, and we were talking all about her new novel, Duckling, which is brilliant. It's got this amazing lead character who is quite isolated, and she's obsessed with Columbo. And I remember talking to Eve and being like, you know what, I have to admit, I've never watched an episode of Columbo, and it was like... <gasps> I feel like I have. I feel like I, I still haven't, to be honest. I, I put my hands up. I haven't yet, but the book really has made me want to because, like, this character was so obsessed with Columbo, and that was her comfort thing that she would reach for out for. It was basically set in this block of flats. Yeah, the main character keeps herself to herself. It's quite isolated. This new neighbour, she doesn't really know her at all, but she drops off her daughter and says, look, I need to go out, but I'll be back. I'll be back in a few hours. I'll come back and collect her. Thanks so much. Bye. And just leaves her kid with her. And she's a bit like, oh, what am I, what am I going to do? And then the mum doesn't come back. So the story sort of unfolds and we meet new characters along the way. Really heartwarming. It's very intriguing. The characters you just really grow to love and you sort of grow to love their development throughout the novel. And it's brilliant. And it was just so nice to be able to interview Eve about her book in Crawley, because she is a Crawley local. There was such a good turnout from the audience. And people were asking like really good questions as well. It was a really good event. She's previously written sort of children's novels. And this was her first branch out into adult fiction. Loved it. It was so good. That was what my May looks like. But I think 
Becca, you had quite a busy June, didn't you? Yeah, uh, June started with the East Preston Festival, where we welcomed a local author, Leslie Thompson, to the library to talk about her latest standalone novel, The Companion. It was fascinating listening to Leslie. She is such a great speaker. She has some wonderful anecdotes as to sort of how she comes to write her novels. Leslie was there talking about The Companion. She's obviously written the Detective's Daughter series, but this was a standalone set in the middle of the Sussex countryside. So there was also local interest there. We had a full library for that event and some wonderful questions. And it was lovely to work with with Leslie again. We also welcomed Ellie Griffiths to Chichester Cathedral as part of the Festival of Chichester in June. So aptly, the event took place on Sussex Day. The past few years, we've been lucky enough when COVID has permitted um, to host a literary event in the cathedral in partnership and this year we were thrilled to welcome Ellie. As you both know, she is one of the most well-loved authors by our library customers and she was there talking about her latest book in the Ruth Galloway series, The Locked Room. So The Locked Room sees um, Ruth in Norfolk and obviously there's a, a mystery to solve but this time it's a against the backdrop of COVID and she's trying to homeschool her daughter whilst they're locked down in in their cottage but I don't want to give too much away but a mystery and an investigation ensues shall we say. Some of the the deaths are linked to archaeological discovery. Um, Of course we see much loved Nelson return but it's a far more challenging situation when there's curfews and distancing all those things of COVID to contend with. It's interesting that she did set her book in the pandemic, whereas obviously we've heard from authors during our events that a lot of them choose to set it at the end of 2019 because, you know, perhaps readers aren't ready to actually read about what we've all recently lived through. <laughs> a lot of them have said they want a break from thinking about it as well. So that was interesting. And I mean, my goodness, the queue for the book signing. I mean, Ellie was so generous like with her time and taking time to speak to people and sign their books and personalise them. It was absolutely lovely. We were also thrilled to welcome Nicola Garrard, local author to Chichester Library in June, again as part of the Festival of Chichester. And Nicola was introducing her young adult novel, 29 Lots, which was shortlisted for the Lucy Cavendish Fiction Prize. Now, 29 Lots is about 15-year-old Donnie, who's growing up in Hackney with his loving but troubled single mum. And life has been shaped by poverty, crime, casual violence and some grooming by a local gang. No spoilers, but his mum ends up being jailed for drug offences. So Donnie is then fostered outside London to the Hertfordshire countryside. He's out of his comfort zone. It's very different from the life he's known. But he starts doing work experience on the Hertford Union Canal and he feels like he's found his purpose. But when his sort of posh new friend Zoe is offered a modelling audition in London, um, the pair decide to borrow a canal barge and navigate the 29 locks down to King's Cross. Their future looks uncompromising but as each lock is sort of navigated and conquered their adventures take on a new dimension and their lives won't be the same again it's fast paced it's also tragic it's a real depiction of sort of urban teen life and it was 
great to welcome more of a young adult audience, but some adults too, to the library, which is something we don't have a, a large number of young adults coming to our events. It was really special to put this on and reach a slightly different audience. And I love that all the events are so different as well. So you've got the crime, but then you've also got the young adult novels. That's what's so brilliant about our events is that we do tend to bring in such a range of genres with our authors. Then in July, we had C.B. Wynn and Fiona Barton at Worthing Library, didn't we, Tom? We did. It was really nice to welcome Phoebe Wynn. This is her second novel, and she promoted her debut novel via a Zoom event in lockdown. So it's nice to actually have an in-person event so she was promoting her book The Ruins and Fiona Barton was promoting Local Gone Missing which is set in a fictitious Sussex seaside town where there's a bit of animosity towards out-of-towners coming and buying beach properties well that was quite interesting that could have been Racklesham Wittering's type way and again it was good to have a panel and just see how the authors interacted with each other having not really worked together before and in the case of Phoebe Wynn I don't know about you but I really like books that are set in the same universe as each other so it's possible that The Ruins relates in some way to her other book Madam. I love Madam. The fact that The Ruins is linked in with Madam really intrigues me. I'm like ooh I wonder, I wonder how that they're linked. I love that. I, I love that as well. It's a little bit Rebecca-esque as well. It's set in that sort of early 20th century, but you, it's so cut off that you forget it's that modern and then some, suddenly some will have a car. Like, oh, yeah, no, no, it's 20th century. They're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How is this happening? Yeah, Madam was quite very gothic, so I feel like that's maybe her writing style. Did you say I The Ruins so. is quite gothic? Yes, it is, and it also brings in like elements of the classics as well, which mm. she had quite at the forefront in, in Madam. Yeah, I think I learnt loads. I didn't really know that much about classic and Greek mythology and all that stuff. Becca, have you read either of those books? I feel you in. No, but I went to the event just as like an audience member with my friend. And as soon as Phoebe Wynn started sort of describing the ruins and showed us the cover, me and my friend just looked at each other and were like, yeah, that's that <laughs> sold for us. Yeah, exactly. And going back to Fiona Barton and the thick seaside town yes we spoke to her afterwards it's interesting because um we know that area very well so we could we could relate to what she was what she was describing and it's always lovely to speak to someone who's who's local and writes about places that she she knows yeah so i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed the event and then going into september we had an amazing amazing debut author with us in september tom do you want to tell us about who we had in September. Yeah, it was a really good case. I feel like we, we got in at the ground floor for the next rising talent because we spoke to Bobby Palmer about his novel Isaac and the Egg, which only came out in August, but it just, just feels like it had been over social media throughout 2022 and it's only just doing better and better since it's come out. And it was a very intriguing book and much like Bobby, I can only really describe it by saying how how the book opens which is the lead characters that he's Lois Ebb and he's standing on the bridge contemplating suicide when he hears this scream from the woods and he goes to find out what it is and it turns out it's a giant egg and as she would he decides to take it home what ensues is sort of a bit of a buddy comedy with a bit of E.T. in it lots of tragedy because ultimately it's a book about grief but then I think also ultimately a book about hope and it was it's a book where 
as each one of my fellow librarians has, have read it, they've really wanted to talk about it, and it's been like a real weight off when you can suddenly talk, have a spoiler-tastic uh, conversation about it. It made interviewing Bobby quite challenging, but I think we we got round it. We managed to speak about the themes and the influences as much as what happens. But he did say, yeah, it would be nice to come back in two years when he can talk openly about it. I'd hope we can take him up on that offer if he's not in Hollywood writing his next screenplay. As he did I say, he wasn't yeah. allowed to say if it had been ad- was going to be adapted, which I think it might be the Yeah, that's the hint, isn't it? Yeah. But I would absolutely love to hear him talking about it. I remember reading it and then just waiting for someone else to read it so I could just talk about it and be like, Ah, it's so good. I love how he really mixes. Obviously, it's such a tragic story at heart about loss of someone very close to you. And it deals with grief in such an accessible way. But also, there is such humour in it. This character of the egg, he's he's so bizarre and absurd and brings such light relief at times and such joy. And as Tom said, there's such hope in these moments. It's brilliant. And then also in September, you spoke to Cara Hunter about her new novel. I did. I had such a fun time. Cara Hunter is amazing. The best person to interview ever. She's so friendly. Says such great things. She's so wise and is so talented. Comes across so well. Absolutely love her. And I love her books. I don't usually tend to read crime novels. I tend to stick to fiction. I've read Cara's novels and was just absolutely hooked. I read the first one in a day. That's no exaggeration. I just sat down and I didn't put it down. I couldn't go to sleep. I was like, I have to find out what happened to this child. Is that um, close to home? Close to home, yeah. Have you yeah, read it, Becca? Yeah, I read it too, yeah. And it was a, such a page turner, wasn't it? Absolute page turner. And there were so many different suspects and twist after twist. And oh word, yeah. yeah, no wonder. I didn't quite read it in a day. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, I wish I'd come and seen her in person. She was brilliant. As you said, she's the absolute queen of twists. Like you think, oh, yeah, I know who it is. Okay. And then it's like, bam. No, it's not. It's whoever you didn't think it was. But she right it in a way the very that, end, yeah. Yeah. But she does it in a way that's so believable. I just love hearing about her writing process. So I always find it quite intriguing thinking about how crime authors actually sort of fabricate their novels and how they choose which characters did it, but how to leave clues but not be too obvious. We had a really great turnout for that. That was the Horsham Library. People were asking really good questions. It was just a really, really lovely event with book sale from Horsham Waterstones as well. So that was really nice to tie in with the local community. Absolutely loved it. She was promoting her new book, Hope to Die, which was the latest in the DCI Adam Fawley series. She's also got a new book coming out in 2023, which is her first standalone novel. It's called Murder in the Family, and it's out in May, May next year. So that's going to be an exciting one. I think she will be returning to the very well-known D.I.'s Adam Fawley series later. But it's quite exciting, the thought of her having a standalone novel now. At the end of September, we had one more author event, and that was in Worthing. So Tom, do you want to tell us about that one? We were lucky enough to welcome local historian Chris Hare to Worthing. He gave a talk on what Worthing was like during the war, um, having just released his book, Worthing Under Attack. It was really well attended. People just flocked to see him, and he does have quite a good local following. And it was just, it was a really, really fascinating talk, and it was quite different because so many of our talks have been uh, fiction, but it was quite nice to have a local history element to it as well. And then we're on to October. 
So October started with National Poetry Day. So October was another busy one, wasn't it? So every year for National Poetry Day, at Chichester Library, we hold a celebration of poetry events. We had some wonderful readings from Maggie Sawkins from her most recent collection, The House Where Courage Lives. And we had an interval and we all mingled and chatted about the poetry we'd been enjoying recently. After the interval, we had an open mic section. So people who came along to the event shared uh, poetry um, that they've written either recently or over the past few years. And it was wonderful to hear from the people of Chichester and sharing their work. Now, what else did we have in October? Tom? We welcomed Sue Tedden to Shoreham Library as part of Shoreham Wordfest. She's published two books quite close together, actually. Most recently, The Pre-Love Club, which is a story about two fairly recently newly single parents who, who were just starting to date again and move on from their old partners but it, it's got a, it's very very local it's based around brighton and hove but also it does stray into west sussex it's like the first book i've ever read that mentions durrington which is quite interesting the other book she she's written the previous year is called annie stanley all at sea which was about a woman who's lost her father and she doesn't get along with her stepmother and she decides to take her father's ashes from her stepmother and take them on a tour of all the locations of the shipping forecast, because that's this oh, weird wow. little radio program that her and her father once enjoyed. And so she's doing all that whilst catching up with previous relationships and just generally meeting people from her past and learning a lot about herself. And it was a really unique book, actually. So it was a real pleasure to talk to her about both books. In fact, on the same night, Kate Moss was at Chichester Cathedral. Yes, so we had the pleasure of working with Chichester Culture Spark, so Season of Culture for Chichester 2022, on the launch of Kate Moss's latest book, which is actually a non-fiction title. So it's Warrior Queens and Quiet Revolutionaries, How Women Also Built the World. Um, so it was a, a wonderful evening, a brilliant audience um, there to celebrate Kate's book. And it was great to be back in the cathedral. Uh, Kate is such a wonderful supporter of libraries, so we too like to support her. And she's just the most incredible speaker. She just doesn't have any notes and she just speaks from her own personal knowledge. And it's always great listening to her. I haven't got around to reading the book just yet because Obviously, it's in demand, but it's about women in history and how, you know, often their stories perhaps aren't told or told as prominently as um, men from history. Anna, you had an author event in October too. Yes, we had at East Grinstead Library, we had the wonderful William Shaw come and talk to us. He gave a fantastic talk entitled, Why is Crime Fiction So Huge Right Now? He talked about his own books, he talked about his thoughts on the genre and why it's risen in popularity, especially recently crime books are just flying off the shelves, crime fiction in particular. And it was just a brilliant night. We had really good turnout from people and we had a book sale from East Grinstead Bookshop as well, the wonderful East Grinstead Bookshop who we love. So that was really nice again to connect in with the local community. Really good discussions were had as well. William was very open for people to sort of ask questions and after his talk and people were asking loads of really good questions and he was really engaging and 
a very informative and inspiring speaker. He was really good. It was such a good event to finish the month off with, particularly because all of the previous events had been interviews. And so to end with a talk felt like something quite different. Would really recommend him to all. His book sounds brilliant. He's currently writing under the name G.W. Shaw. So his latest book, Dead Rich, is out now. We hope that you enjoyed that conversation. We'll have information on the books we spoke about in the show notes. And stay tuned to learn about more events in 2023. Make sure that you don't miss out on future episodes by subscribing to Lend Us Your Ears. Happy reading. Thanks to Anna and Becca. I'm Tom and the music was Happy Clappy Ukulele by Shayna Ivers at silvermansounds.com.